0: Hey there, everyone. My name is Colt Kennedy, and welcome back to another episode of Hillbilly Baller Banter. In this show, me, Chiz, and Frank the Tank discuss and recap the crucial games in Week 13 of the NFL. To finish up, Chiz will give a little insight on how to make some money through buying and selling baseball cards. Let's go for a ride. Enjoy.
1: They call me Bandito. I'm a kid.
2: Keep the name, I'll take the profit. Zebra, is are gonna zebra. Not he done, I'm not done. done, that's rude. I'm not done.
0: Played in the probably the weakest division in the NFL.
2: Got a golden horseshoe up his ass. And people say superstition is bullshit.
0: Both of you motherfuckers are wrong. You guys are wrong. If you didn't go to either one of those teams, that's you're wrong.
2: Just don't play with my dogs, my bandico, Sonora California waiting in the heat oh. Opa! what's up boys What up doggy let's go let's we're do back. it on
0: huh? we're back no no you're back see okay. Whit's back? you you are back
2: I'm yes back. thanks for giving me a break colt uh of course, of course. we know
0: we know shit shit you know you, you, you know podcast is not the most important thing in life you know this is just fun for us and bullshit you know
2: fuck yeah yeah absolutely but i'm glad to be back that's for sure i'm glad to be back let's talk some freaking football
0: well you, well you missed a lot you missed a lot yeah so we're, gonna, we're gonna focus on this like first of all we're gonna focus on week 13 you know recap there's you know like there's some important game close games um before we get into injury games and stuff let's just go over like the, a few of these fucking nail biters you know and so what do you guys think you know uh you know, we'll start with the Saints Bucks. I mean, obviously that Thursday night game.
2: That's uh, it was
1: a tough. Was one. It, it was it, tough, man. That game is always. Uh, it's a heated rivalry. I mean, those teams hate each other. I mean, it's a fight every single time those teams play.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, uh, I mean, it, it's crazy to me to think that the the six and six Buccaneers are have a now an even tighter grip on that division now so uh I mean kudos to Tom Brady I mean it was a boring ass game I'm not gonna lie I mean I I think I fell asleep at one point during it and then the fourth quarter obviously Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does and scores two touchdowns I think one of them was like a 91 yard drive and the other one was something similar something similar in in length but you can't uh, – can, it just goes to show you can't count the goat out. I mean, he's going to win games that he has to win. Especially
0: in prime time with him and the ball in his hands. Yeah. I mean
2: – I will put my my mortgage, my marriage license, <laughs> everything on <Tom laughs> Brady if he has to score a touchdown in the fourth quarter to win the ball game. I, I mean, there, there's a good chance he's going to get make it happen.
1: The rest of the league has got to be killing themselves because like you said, Tampa Bay, they're six and six. It's a trash division. There should be no way they're sniffing the playoffs yet. Here we are that they're going to have a home playoff game as it stands.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that is crazy. I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta needed a win and I think they, uh, uh I mean, I don't think anybody's going to take it away from Tom Brady at this point. I mean, that's what's going to have to happen. You are going to have to take this away from Tom Brady. And I just don't think that's happened. I think, uh,
0: well, and I think like we like, kind of what we talked about in earlier pods is like obviously the reason why Tom came back was because he saw the writing on the wall going to the division to where, you know, maybe he does have some hiccups, this and that. But, but I mean, did you guys ever have a doubt in your mind when? When T B twelve had the ball driving down with less than a minute left like on you know in prime time like
2: as a Raider fan, like no doubt. No no doubt. The thing with Tom Brady, dude, that it's just like he's been there so many times and we've seen it growing up. Oh, I mean, you know, and, and it's just like since his first Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I mean, it was crazy. He just stepped up and he he delivered. And then I mean, Brock Purdy's in a similar situation right now. We'll yeah, get but, to that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. On the other side of the ball, though, man, the Saints are just
2: bad. They're
1: bad. I mean, we saw it when they played the Niners, and we saw it again. I mean, shoot, they jumped out to like a sixteen to three lead with like right. eight minutes left in the game, but they just 14-19. they just couldn't put it away. They and bad teams just find ways to lose games like that. Um, yeah, they're just bad.
0: They are. Yeah. I mean, for sure. But I mean, you know, up until this last week, I, 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 could, I go on a pedestal and say, the, the Bucks are bad. But I mean, they got 12, and yeah,
2: they, the, the, good, you know,
0: as the season goes on, I mean,
2: Evans isn't bad.
0: And let me put it this way: <laughs> whoever, whoever does come out of that division, let's say like, the Bucks play. The Vikings or the Eagles in the playoffs.
2: Honestly, would you bet against 12? Against the Vikings? against the Yeah, it depends one, who they, they play. play. Either yeah. one of the top
0: two. Either one of them, would you would you put your money against 12 in the play? I don't
1: like what I saw out of the Vikings, I'll tell you that much. I do not like what oh, I man, saw. I mean, okay,
0: out go, of go, go, would, go go Eagles. Yeah. Go go Eagles. I mean, even go Niners. Like, I mean, yeah, I obviously be the Niners fan, but honestly. Would you put your money against twelve? Against him, no.
1: In a it's playoff right. game, it's a, it's a team sport though. He doesn't I'm, play defense.
0: I mean, I understand that completely. He's got
2: a mighty fine defense.
0: I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying, would like he has his way, and I hate to say it again because the Raiders started that dynasty with that tuck roll years and years and years ago. I'm just saying, I've, I've learned my lesson. I'm not, I. I obviously don't like to see him win, but I definitely would not put my money against him, especially
2: in big games. No, that's the thing is it's like, uh, if you're going to put him against a game, like a team against, if you're going to put him against a team like the Falcons or, uh, you know, uh, a team like the Vikings, like I said, I agree with Frank. I don't like, I didn't like what I saw out of their win against the Jets at all. It wasn't very, I mean, but uh t b will fucking eat that guy, you know he's gonna he's gonna win I mean you yeah, you're right, cool you're right he has he you know he
1: has a formula that he has done forever, and it just keeps winning. the man just keeps winning and keeps winning and keeps winning and as long as he's gonna do that, these players that are around him put their faith in him and they they rally around him and they get that momentum. And they put together a streak.
2: I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that if it, it's if you're going to bet against Tom Brady, it's going to be betting against a Tom Brady when he plays a team like the Chiefs or he plays a team like the Bengals or you know a real a higher a tier top tier team. You know that's when you go kind of look and start at the at the the Vegas what Vegas is thinking and 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 then, you, you're, you're talking like more like a regular season matchup, yeah. 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 I mean, but what, Tom what, I'm,
0: what I'm trying to say is like in the playoffs itself, I'm sorry, but like I have a hard time betting against 12.
2: Because the NFL wants Tom Brady to win. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, that, that, that goes into it for sure. I mean, for sure. I mean, but if you're a better, why wouldn't you take that in consideration? I mean,
2: true that. I mean, true that. Hey, all right. So what? let's
0: move on. Let's move on to the other game. Yeah, yeah, okay. Another great game. And yeah, awesome, Bengals Chiefs. Yeah. So uh, th- third time in the calendar year, the fucking Bengals beat the Chiefs. Yep. Um, what what do you what do you guys think? Like, the Bengals look so bad against you know, I wouldn't say bad, but like they don't they look mediocre against division rivals and whatnot. But when they play the Chiefs, they another gear click. I've
1: noticed what I've noticed about the Bengals is that. They go as Burrow goes. If he's hitting and if he's, on his, if he's on his game, everyone is riled up. You know, I mean, you get Mixon and P. Ryan. they're dynamic. You know, you throw in their wide receivers, you know, Jamar and Higgins and Boyd, you know, they, they got weapons everywhere. You know, and then you put their D in good situations and they're, they're looking to get that swag back
0: but it's all a matchup issue. I mean, how many times have we see seen him against divisional rivals and Burroughs, he's rushed and he's making dumb ass- and his playmakers, like you said, but he can't get the ball to him. So do you think it's a matchup issue between the, the chiefs and the Bengals to where they just have their, like, you know, they, they know that they do certain things better than the other team does. And they just kind of
1: exploit that or. I just it? think they, they think they can beat anybody. They can play with anybody. They're not scared of, of anybody on the other side of the ball, so in their locker room, in their mind, they're the only ones that can beat themselves. And if I, they're I, doing what they need to,
2: they're a dangerous team. I'm going to tap in. I'm. I think. I think that what Frank said earlier about how young guys rally around a guy like Tom Brady. I think what's happening in Cincinnati right now. I think they're kind of starting to catch that steam. What they had la- a little bit of what they had last year. Absolutely. And, and that team is starting to rally around Joe Burrow and Burrow. I mean, he's, he's Joe cool, man. You know, everybody loves him and, and they're going to rally, they're going to rally around him and make a push dude. I I think, I mean, you got you, you've got the, the best team in the NFL. You have his number three, there are only three losses, you know? So it's just like, it's, it's crazy to me to think that Burrow is is, you can't underestimate burrow at this point i mean with him with him backed up by his team i think it's unstoppable i think he's. No, he
1: actually he he also backs up his looks and his because you know in that game there was there was a third and 11 you know to end to kind of towards the end of the game and he throws a dart right on the money pick up the first down and they keep the ball out of mahomes hand and they run the clock out
2: you know, that was a big-time yeah. play, yeah, big-time throw, and, and he delivered. Downs. He's converting out a, a bunch of important third downs in that game. Jamar Chase T. Higgins, like you said, played a huge role. Huge role in, in, in getting the dub. And I think as far as – well, he also ran in the four-yard TD. Um, yes, completed 25 of, of 31. I mean, dude, Jesus, you know, this is against the Chiefs, and that's how you have to play against the Chiefs. You score more. Showtime Lakers right. score more. So, you know, Burrow's a fucking dude, man. I think he's got it. I think, like I said, I think, I do think that, I do think that uh, Cincinnati is, is the real deal, man. They, they've got, they've got it going on over there. The defense needs to tighten it up a little bit, but we'll see what happens. We'll we'll
1: get to it a little bit, but um, right now they're tied with the Ravens though.
0: Yeah. Right. And that's definitely something we'll, uh, we'll deep dive into, but, uh, I want to go over to your uh, NFC West and talk about that Seahawks-Rams game. Obviously, the Rams are, you know, kind of MIA. But, dude, the Seahawks, like, they're still hanging around, hanging around. I mean, Geno Smith. I
1: think, I think a lot of credit's got to go to Pete Carroll.
0: Absolutely. You know, they don't, Absolutely.
1: They, he doesn't get much love in the national media. But this old-ass man, how old is that guy? Like, 98 years old? Fuck I think, man I think he's, he's, I, honestly I,
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he's pushing almost 75 I'm not kidding
1: you know but yeah,
0: he no, gets he's those up there he's up there in
1: age he's he's up there and he just gets them to play it don't matter they buy into his system he has a way that he conducts his team as a head coach and doesn't matter who it is he plugs in players and they just win and I fucking hate it
0: yeah <laughs> you got to respect it right i mean
1: yes of course
0: Kinda of like kinda of like with me and Andy Reid, kinda of like, you know, I, I hate it, but I respect the fuck out of it. But what I'm I will say about uh, about Pete Carroll. He is almost fucking hundred years old. But honestly, how many times do you see old school coaches, aka Belichick, um, that are stuck in their own ways? They're not. Pete Carroll is a players coach. People want to play for him. He wants to hype yeah. these guys up. he, yeah. he is he
2: is the youngest eight-year-old whatever dude of all time. Yeah, you see him out there. He's like wearing joggers and shit, yeah. got the badass Adidas on and stuff, dude. He's fucking cool. You're telling
0: me you just come out of college, getting drafted, and they, you come and coach you that like hell yeah, I'll, I'll play for that guy. Hell yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah I you know I, they I, got a it's it's interesting with their schedule because I mean we could pencil in a win for them this week. They're playing the Panthers, you know, so that's another win for them. Which is going to face them head to head against the Niners but on we Thursday we Night Football.
2: We
0: we, we probably could have said that against the Raiders,
1: <laughs> and
0: yep. really up to Seattle and beat them. So you never fucking know in in football. That's true. But yeah. I, I, I I definitely I'm definitely on board with you. But you know what? I want to go on the other side. I want to correct me if I'm wrong. Is the Rams like? Is this the biggest Super Bowl hangover of all time?
2: Oh, oh. dude.
1: I mean, yeah. over part four, they're, they're on the fucking roof with a the, with the mattress up there.
2: They're, so they're, they're, they got left up there in the sun to dry <laughs> like jerky, dude. It's insane.
1: They try to play golf after New Year's Day,
0: and they're going snowman after snowman after snowman. Just taking <laughs> every ball into the fucking rough, and just there's no chance. I can see McBay leaving, man. I can see him leaving. Really? Yeah, I can see him leaving. I, can, I, I think that... that no, you know what? There there's going to be a mix up. That that whole Rams organization, they went all in to get the Super Bowl, we which said they this did last year. They no picks left. Yeah. But, I, yeah, there might be a shake up there somewhere. I'm just saying like I mean, Frank, you know better than us. Like you see him twice a year. I mean,
1: how, like, there's Ed, there's something different about the Rams this year not in a good way. I think the rest of the league put on the tape for whenever the Niners play the Rams and be like, let's just, let's just do what the Niners do because they seem to to own them. And for whatever reason, the Rams just got exposed this year. Like where's Aaron Donald, you know, where's their defense there. They have no playmakers anywhere, you know, then Cooper cup gets hurt, you know, and when you're having a losing season like that, players don't want to rush back from injury. Yeah. Why, I, I, think, I, think I think I think the
2: contract here for Cooper Cup or no, he just he signed. Didn't he just sign? Didn't Cooper Cup sign with them for long term? Yeah, he extended. Yeah, himself. So. Yeah, no, but I
0: mean, besides Aaron Donald, I mean, we have to say Matthew Stafford, right? I mean, he's not been healthy, and he's also looked like absolute shit. And
2: yeah, I, I,
1: I see him. I see him a lot like a older um, Burrow, where they just sling it, you know, and they got all that <laughs> arm talent. Um, but when it goes bad for him, it goes really bad. And that's always been Stafford's deal is the turnovers and the interceptions he throws. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's on point and he's making those big plays, you know, he's the greatest quarterback in the world. You're loving him. But those ups and those downs, it's hard to win a full NFL season by keep doing that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, granted, granted, uh, Stafford is, is out. You know, I it, he's gonna be out indefinitely. I'm I'm pretty sure he's not coming back, you know, with the, the bruising of your spinal cord. Uh, yeah. But uh the I just think I just think the uh the Rams at this point, I, I should obviously think about major rebuilding. I mean, I, I don't know what they're gonna do without Stafford. Are they gonna do they don't have any draft picks, right? Yeah. So I mean what what's what's but, the, I mean it, as a front office though, I mean you, you put a well, lot hey, they, they
1: got, got you want some they, <laughs> they, they got Baker Mayfield. He's gonna make some commercials for him.
2: <laughs> He's gonna move <laughs> into the state sofi stadium. <laughs> uh, but,
0: you, but, you, but you know what I'm saying though, like basically as like a GM or like a person like people that are like in the front office,
2: yeah you,
0: your goal is to win a Super Bowl. Or a national championship yeah. or a world series, or They're I mean, never, whatever it is, that's your goal, right? Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, they won it, but look how bad they fucking fell off. Exactly.
2: Ben.
0: You're welcome,
2: LA, for the one Super Bowl. Yeah. Things dipping. Watch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That might, that might be a good call. I mean, it's a, I know LA is not like the New York jungle, but you know, the people down there, they want results you got to deliver down there because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of money down there. And if you don't do it, they'll buy somebody else that will. Of course,
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I also think like McVay is definitely, he does have like contact with the front, you know, the head personnel and whatnot to where he does give the like, okay, let's get rid of um, golf. Let's get, you know, Stafford let's trade away picks and whatnot. And you know, I'll do the best I can. I think they respect that. I think there's a little grace. I, because he did win one, I think it's not a fucking two years, you're year out. I think it's sure, you sure, keep fucking up a little bit, then you're gone. I think there's, you know, once you do win a the championship, they do give you a little bit of grace. But, yeah. Um,
2: yeah. You get that little, that little bit of a leash. But, uh, I so mean, we're going to
0: go over to, um, the team that the NF- NFC team that you guys aren't sold on, the, the Vikings versus the Jets. Um, yeah. You know,
1: yeah, man. Yeah, just un- uninspired. I mean, I'm looking at the stat line, you know, Cousin, you know, threw for 173 yards. Uh, Dalvin Cook only rushed for 86 yards. Justin Jefferson only caught 45 yards. You know, nothing nothing eye-popping. You know, the that game was kind of uh, – uh, they jumped out to uh, 17 unanswered points, you know, and they were just in control of that game. Before Jets got a field goal before the half,
2: so I I don't I don't know I'm not sold on Mike White completely, but uh, I am
0: I am sold on that Jets D is nasty. The Jets D is nasty. Yes.
2: The Jets yeah. D is nasty. Yeah. I'm not sold on Mike White completely. I don't think my white Mike White is better. I mean, is he better than Baker Mayfield right now? I mean, I I probably. You mean you mean uh Wilson? What do you mean? No, 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 White,
0: Mike White. Yeah, but better, better than um Wilson. From, oh, uh, Zach
2: Wilson. You no, know, I'm <laughs> just comparing, you know. Yeah. But um, no, no, I is okay. he better than, than Zach Wilson? I, I mean, the paper says yes. Can you, you know, believe?
0: You. Can you believe after those comments they didn't even like suit him up?
2: <laughs> can I like, both scratch? Yeah, dude. Hey, you know what? You know. I think I don't know, man. Like I, I do. Do you think that Zach Wilson deserves to play football at behind center in New York? I mean, what? You, you
0: you wasted a number two overall pick on him. I mean that standard Jets fucking
1: procedure. <laughs> yep, you got you got to get one of those out of the way out there,
2: <laughs> dude. I'm not gonna say. I mean, dude, it's kind of like the Dolphins with some of their draft picks. Sometimes mind boggling, dude. I mean, to Zach Wilson that good coming out of college. He was a great college quarterback. It's just, I'm not going to say he's a complete bust. I don't think he's the, I don't think that he's, I don't think that he's just a starter. He's just not that good.
1: Yeah. And in the NFL nowadays, I mean, you got to make a splash. you got to make a splash. You got to deliver results. Like I said before. And if you don't, the team is going to move on. The NFL is going to pass you by the speed of the game, not only on the field, but off the field with starting positions and teams you're on, they will pass you by if you don't
2: deliver yeah. for them. It, Mike White threw for three hundred and sixty nine yards off of fucking fifty seven attempts, so playing it, it, yeah, I mean, he's just out there gunslinging, you know he's and six foot five, huh? he's six foot five, yeah. It, it, you know, it sounds like a a, a Matt Ryan 2.0, you so, know. I want to go, go back
0: a little bit about just, like, these, like, you know, rookie quarterbacks getting thrown into it. Like, name me – we've talked about this in past past, but name me, like, guys that high draft picks, QBs that get drafted to, you know, teams that get drafted in like, the first, what, 15 picks? Yeah. QBs. Yeah. Start right away. Name me how many are successful and stay successful right off the bat.
2: Oh.
1: <sighs> Indeed, there's oh. not really. I mean, Justin Fields just now is starting to hit a stride, but okay. he's only getting individual attention. The team is still trash.
0: So 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 my next question is is how much how how like how far did we go away from drafting QBs behind a QB and developing them? And let him sit and learn yeah, the system. in Love, like and we're about to see. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers before that, I, but like Aaron Rodgers was that. But I mean, like, all right. MVP. So I guess my question—I
1: like, like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert sort of showed up. Philip
0: Rivers, <throat> yeah, yeah, he sat Phil like. for a year,
2: right? Under, yeah, one year before he went to the Colts. Did he? I, or was he gone already? He, Who we talking, Justin Herbert? Yeah, Did he started as a, a rookie Chargers. Yeah, but, yeah, but what's under the river... River... I don't know if he was under Phillip Rivers or not. Hmm. I think Philip Rivers know. was already with the Colts. It don't matter.
0: But, yeah, I don't... but as a whole, though, I'm, what I'm saying, though, is like these quarterbacks that are like as good as they are now, Mahomes, mm-hmm. he sat behind Alex Smith for a few years. I mean, mm-hmm. is it – there's no doubt about these quarterbacks coming out of college how good they are talent-wise. But, like, do you think there's something to, like, them getting – Thrown right into it, and then all of a sudden not performing, and then all of a sudden either a their confidence is down, or b the coaching confidence is down on them, and they move on. Like, is there something to
2: that? Uh, I mean, I guess there's just not a big enough sample size, uh, to really compare, like a guy like that's in a situation compared to Jordan Love and a guy that's in a situation like, um let's say, uh, the, uh, Trevor Lawrence, you know, uh, y- guys, get how, about about this? how about this? How about how, as so, simple as, as
0: Jimmy G, Jimmy G yeah. sat behind Yeah, Tua, Tua. Boat Tua. Boat I mean, for a long time. And yeah. He's, like, <clears throat> QB. Is there something to that? Is there something to not go and throw it in the fire and
2: go ahead and produce. It's like a cast iron pan when you get like you're you're getting seasoned up behind the scenes real right. well with the vet, you yeah. know. And you, you're gonna you're gonna be once you're once you're ready to cook and ready to freaking you're not popping out something like Russ Wilson, you know something like he would cook up. You're popping out some gourmet shit, you know. Nice. So I I think yeah I think you there's a little bit like when you get stewed around as a you know maybe QB two for a couple of years coming off of the draft. I definitely think you become more seasoned and a little bit better football player, uh, especially quarterback. But, you know, some of those, some kids don't want that, you know, some guys don't want to get drafted to be a backup, you know, they don't want to get drafted to a team that has a quarterback like Pat Mahomes, you know, or they have a quarterback, you know, but like shit, sometimes that's not really what's going to happen, but I'm just saying, but you know, I think you're right, Cole. I do think that there is a benefit to being QB2 for a little bit, you know, like learning, learning the system. Being thrown into from a college-style offense to a pro-style offense is a big jump. The speed is a lot faster. And you can get hurt. We've seen it. We've seen we've seen numerous quarterbacks that have been drafted in the first round, yet just their careers are over before they even get
1: obliterated.
2: Yeah, Derek Carr's brother. You know, yeah. it's just like there's a perfect example, right? You know, so I mean, I don't know. I think you got a point, cool I do, but it's always cool to see the guy that can come in there and just fucking be the guy. You know, the yeah. How many
1: years? How many years is Burrow having the league right
2: now? Three.
1: Yeah. You no, know, he's been to a Super Bowl already. You know, Super year Bowl three, best. and he's on. He's on top of the world right now. You know, I I think. That's what you have to, to do. Short, you you have to, you have to have that job secured in three years, you know, for you to be any kind of sniffing, any kind of, of next level contract or any kind of uh, continuity or sustainability in your, in your job, because yeah. the teams are always looking for another quarterback to back you up. And that, that young kid is hungry to pass you up.
2: Yeah. I think you know certified uh, Joe Burrow did get an x-ray uh the after the game and it is confirmed that he has a fucking dog in him. <laughs> certified dog.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, let's go over to uh, my boys and uh the the chokers, I mean the chargers. Um <laughs> you know uh, I, I uh did a pod, like, the day before, and I guess, like, the line change, like, on Saturday went from minus one to plus one. The Raiders were actually favored in that game. I'm not sure if you guys knew that or not.
2: No. Yeah. Yeah. What?
0: Which was wild. I mean, like, well,
2: they they had started to... just
1: on... it had to have been because Jacobs was going to play.
0: And also, like, half the fucking... D line, no line for the Chargers were out, but I mean, let's not talk about
1: that.
0: <laughs> a win's a win, right? I mean, shit. a win's a win.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a great game for you guys, man. That's I mean, a good Chargers team. I mean, that's a good Chargers offense, too, but. Yeah, yeah. That, dude, the defense was sick, man.
0: Crosby and then.
2: Man, know, Crosby had like what, three sacks?
0: Three and a half, and then uh, even. Um, uh, Chandler Jones had a couple also Chandler
1: Jones. Yeah. He showed up.
0: He was on the, like the side of a milk carton for a couple months, but uh, we found him. Yeah. I mean, that was a
2: big, big loss for the chargers that, that puts him just outside of the playoff picture. Right. Yeah. You guys are out here ruining fucking seasons, breaking hearts right now.
0: What sucks is like, we kind of expect, like not expected, but like we're wishing for like this team to show up like this. I mean, you know, like, winnable games that we lost and now we're, like, beating teams that we should, you know, on paper lose to, it's kind of a... backwards.
1: Yeah, Devontae Adams, just... Yeah. Like, put put me on... put me on your back. You know, yeah. Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, we'll carry you guys. You know, we'll show you how it's done.
0: Devontae... Devontae leads the league in receiving yards and Josh leads the league in rushing yards.
2: Yeah. Devontae had a, a an incredible game the, the 177 yards sub- surpassing a thousand yards for the fourth time since 2018 I believe yep. yeah and then the uh I mean hey man the the, the they're hot you guys are hot right now all without Renfro without Walter. yeah 144 yards from a herd Josh Jacobs Jesus Christ dude yeah
1: yeah yeah. and getting in the end zone you know not just settling for three
0: right and that was big yeah that's been for the last few years the Raiders like biggest hiccup is like settling for three you know and yeah it's definitely refreshing to see at this point we're just like playing spoilers you know like like, you know if we catch fire and shit happens let's go but at this point let's just fucking you know ruin everyone's
2: damn thing yeah yeah yeah, you guys, you guys can either you guys can ruin it, can ruin some shit, that's for sure.
0: But um, you know, let's uh, let's definitely like go into like the other games that like have a lot of like serious like um injury mm-hmm. implications that can determine playoffs and whatnot. And I've been so high on the fucking Ravens
2: all year, and that's what I was uh I was uh. I was thinking, too, was – was I was also thinking the Ravens were going to be the shit again. I, I said yeah, that yeah. in the first podcast this year with, with Eric, and, uh, yeah, that uh, does not look good on me at the moment. Uh, yeah.
1: Well, I called it in the podcast last week, Cole. I said uh the Ravens were going to be in the championship game, so that means the Chiefs or the Bills were going to be knocked out by them. Right. But – but with this injury, I mean, I may have to relook that.
0: But even before the injury, they were not looking as sharp as they were when we talked like what three weeks ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They uh the ravens are projected. I, I saw some early projections for playoffs uh, to play the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> um, but dude, I mean, if we're looking at the AFC East's standings right now as they stand. There's two teams that are in the AFC that I don't think will be there. I think because right now the wild card are is the is the Dolphins and Cincinnati, and the two teams that I don't think will be there, one Baltimore. I don't think Baltimore agrees because they're as of right now they're in, and Tennessee as of right now they're in. And I think those those are two bottom half. The other two are KC and Buffalo. They're obviously going to make the playoffs. But the wild card being Cincinnati, Miami. I think we see the flop. I think we see those two teams flop. Those four teams flop. Actually, I think okay. it's ending Buffalo, KC, Cincinnati, Miami. Not Buffalo. Uh, I it, it won't. I don't think it'll be those two. Okay. We'll see though.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're tied. The Ravens and the Bengals are tied right now and all the momentum is with Cincinnati. You know, they came off with a a huge win against the chiefs and the Ravens haven't injured Lamar Jackson.
2: And I think their backup is injured as well. Huntley, Oh man. Caleb Huntley. Yeah. He's hurt. He's hurt as well. I'm pretty sure. Um, at, At least that's what I was listening to on the radio on my way over. Uh, back home today from work but I mean just think about those two offenses not scoring I mean Derrick Henry I mean Grant, granted it's Derrick Henry he can go off at any moment that man's an atomic bomb but uh the, the offense none of those offenses are going to be high powered offense in my opinion right now you know yeah. so I think we see the flop there I think Miami sneaks in there. I don't. I don't know. We'll see though. Hopefully, hopefully, I, I want yeah. I want to see Miami in the playoffs. But, we'll see.
0: but before we move on to Miami, because you know this, yeah. you guys feel or whatever. I'm I'm just like super curious. Like, how in the fuck does Denver only score fucking less than 15 points a game? <laughs>
1: If they were just to score like 18 points, they would be like eight and four themselves or something. And their defense is showed up, and they're the only ones that showed up. Apparently. You know what, though?
0: You know what, though? Like, I I, I hear that. I see the stats about all that. that. You know, that's all fine and dandy. But every time the Raiders play them, they torch the fuck out of them. So, I, I really don't. I mean, we haven't lost to them in three years, and every time we do, it's like the highest scoring. Year. So, I mean, yeah, the stats don't lie, but I mean – Hey, Broncos country. country. Broncos.
1: You know, I got some, I, you know, with the Mar injury, I heard um, something, you know, cause he's a free agent, right? This is a contract year. He tried to um, negotiate. They didn't want to negotiate him. If you're him playing the rest of the year.
2: No. Like,
1: why? why am I going to, why am I going to come back and risk injury and kill my financial future in the, you know, why am I going to come back? I'm, I wouldn't
2: no he doesn't no 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 definitely not he wants to come to Miami <laughs> you know what that's a
0: great that's a great transition that's a great segue so um we're gonna let you boys go over and like take over this next uh I don't know x amount of minutes and you, you guys always,
2: let's not uh, spend a whole lot of time on this we won't. no no no, yeah.
1: no. We got this. You
2: know what? I've I've been having to hear I've not only had to hear (laughs) it from you, not only get to enjoy that Niner win in my own fucking house, but uh the uh you got you got got the floor. Go ahead and spill it. Dude. um, Okay, so my obviously the the dolphins look like complete poo-poo and um to a went back to it took what seemed like four steps back against a better defense that that is you know this hey this is what you're going to see you can't be going out there and throwing two picks to a defense like the san francisco 49 which both of those picks by the way i'm pretty sure ended up with points one field goal one touchdown so uh, that that's number no, that's rule number one. I kind of, I watched the Stephen A. Smith just tear apart um what's the Orlovsky guy on ESPN. Um, the Dan. I forgot what, Dan. Dan Dan yeah oh man they were going at it and Dan or <clears throat> he's been defending to a from the get go and uh Stephen A. was like just. He thought he had a bad game. I thought Tua had a bad game. So I was kind of on the C and A. I mean, Tua he he threw he threw okay. You know, the, the obviously the first play of the game was a 75 yard, <laughs> 75 yard touchdown pass to Shearfield. And I'm just like, me and Frank, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> hey, this this is gonna be a long game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it was literally nothing. We had a field goal in the second quarter. Um and then uh you know it, the 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 Niners just poured it on us and then Tua just getting picked off twice. It was just uh it was a it was a uh just a bad day. It was a bad day. Our two offensive tackles were out. You guys Bosa had a heyday. Um and then our our left guard went down in the third quarter. So it was just uh it wasn't our week. I I don't think that I, I think Brock Purdy. I my tip of the hat to you, sir. You came in there and you did what you're supposed to do. Um, granted, all you know, you you've got some magnificent. They have great weapons. That's fine. We have great weapons. We we gotta find different ways to get to uh uh to get um Tyreek and Waddle the ball. You know, they we we can't we have, we're gonna have to uh, you, Something has to be different there, um, and then also I think uh, Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert were just complete no shows. So, you guys got us, Frank. You guys got us. That defense ate us up. So,
1: yeah, we, we did. did. Before, before,
2: before, before Frank goes on, I'm just gonna
0: do a little disclaimer. The reason why Chis said Brock Purdy is because obviously, you know Jimmy Int. I mean Jimmy G went down with a foot injury. Um, and looks like it's could be, you know, season ending. So their third string QB came in and actually balled the fuck up. Mr. Irrelevant, right? Mr. Irrelevant yeah. last yep. week the draft. Um, so yeah, I'm just setting it up. So go ahead. Uh, sorry, the floor is all yours. No,
1: I, oh, it was such a good side to see. And from a Niners perspective, it was such a fun, exciting game because yeah. both sides of the ball we were doing what we needed to do you know i'll say that the dolphins it would be a totally different game if Tua just were to complete some of those passes the receivers yeah. were open the game plan was there he just yeah. he just flat out missed them sure. four drop you know? four
2: drop passes just so you
1: know yeah. yeah and so you know it was very nerve-wracking seeing a an offense that the Niners offense with the motions and the quick slants and really seeing on the other side, how that looks, it's a scary offense, you know, and with all those weapons that the Niners have, you know, Ayuk and Kittle and CMC, you know, and Debo, you know, it's you can't just pick one and target in onto it. So all that makes is the quarterback has to just put the ball on time. That's all we ask of the quarterback is to put the ball on time. And these playmakers are going to do what they do. The Niners have built our offense on this yak, you know, yards after catch and fighting for every yard, you know, that translates over to the defense. You know, they make the offense fight for every yard, you know? And so I think the Niners, we do a great job of, Making it very difficult for the other team on both sides of the ball, and when they break, that's when we capitalize and it's been it's been great to see. It really has been. you know yeah. um, Jimmy getting hurt, you know, and Brock Purdy coming in and delivering it was a, a breath of fresh air. It just shows that we have built a great roster, a gr- built a great team. You know, and that quarterback is just really the final piece of it.
0: So I got, I got three questions for the Niner fan. All right, all right. First of all, do you think that Brock Purdy can lead you guys to a deep playoff run? I
1: yes. Short short answer yes. You know, all fine and dandy. When you come in and you're you have the lead, what is going to be interesting is when we play a team and we get hit in the mouth and we're down by 10 or 13 or 17 to see how he can handle that. You know, that's going to be a test we're going to see, but I have faith in the defense that not to let that happen.
0: And the, I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand with like now there, there's film on them, so now like defense that they're going to adjust, so like they're going to obviously make you know, certain adjustments and, like, to, like, your offense and whatnot. Um, but so you're still confident that, you know, the seventh round, last pick of the draft, that can, like, lead to the promised land.
1: Here's here's why, because, you know, we had another quarterback. I can't – his name is escaping me right now as the third-string quarterback. And he was, like, hand-picked. He, he's kind of followed – Shanahan around. He knows the playbook. He was a good, you know, backup holder, and we bounced him, we bounced him for Purdy instead, right? And so that kid has shown something through practice and through his skill and ability to learn the offense that got him a spot. And this was actually before we even signed Jimmy. Are you talking right? about so, Mullins? No, 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 no. Um, I don't know. I can't remember his name. But this was before Jimmy got signed in the preseason. Purdy bumped the other guy, right? And we dropped him, right? So he was already going to be the backup, you know, to Trey before this whole Jimmy fiasco that we ended up signing him, which was a blessing, happened.
0: Hmm. Okay. So my, yeah. So I guess my last question is, um, let's say that, you really like, you know, he pretty goes on a run. Takes you guys as far as you possibly can, and then all of a sudden Jimmy G is healthy.
1: Well, I think and I, I could be wrong, but I think the it's it's gonna be a moot point because you have to be off of you have to be on the active roster before a certain day, before the playoffs in order to come back. So depending the first if first they put the if depending if they put the IR tag on him or not, um even if they do, I don't think – back. if I if I had any say in it and if he was ready for, like, Super Bowl, I don't think I would roll the dice with him. I would stick with the guy who got you there.
2: Yeah. You know,
0: this morning we got, we got the thing that says Kyle, Kyle Shanahan says there's a way outside chance Jimmy G can return in late playoffs from foot injury.
1: Yeah. But yeah. earlier in the week. So you're saying there's a chance – <laughs> With who? Uh, just I don't. I don't think that there's a chance for Jimmy. I mean, you say that because you
0: so No, Chiz asked about Trey Lance.
1: Oh, oh, Trey Lance. Sorry. Um, again, they would have to activate him. Mm-hmm. Have to activate him before. Um, I don't know if it's the playoffs or before week seventeen. Oh. So that's that's going to tell you a lot if they activate him or not. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. He's been, yeah, mean, he's been seen walking around for the last two weeks. He's been walking around. He's been throwing on the sideline, you know, moving around. He's not in a, a walking boot or in any crutches or anything. Right.
0: Obviously, like, and, different scenarios, but, like, I can, like, I totally get the vibe of 2016 with the Raiders, with Derek being an MVP getting hot late in the season and breaking his fucking leg. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, fuck we're fucked now and obviously like the prudy thing last week was like you know but you guys run out your third string qb you know
1: yeah well that's why that's what i was saying about our defense you know i mean we're number one in you know yards allowed number one in like scoring d number one in all these categories you know we get we get off the field you know we stop them and we own time of possession you know look at the the Dolphins game we held the ball for 40 minutes over 40 minutes the Dolphins only 19 you know that's just going to tire the other team down I don't care how good a shape you are and it's an NFL game and you're going to break in that so as long as we're getting our opponent's offense off the field and we don't turn the ball over I mean that's that's a recipe for the Niner win right there
0: what do you think James
2: Uh well I mean the night I I think that the Niners do have a good chance man that defense is solid uh, I'm Frank and I were talking about this at our at my house uh the, as far as schedule I gave them a hard time because I was still salty about <laughs> fucking game but uh they're they have a, a decent schedule the matchups are looking really good. For, in in Purdy's favor, so I mean him getting into the playoffs and and winning that's a whole different story. Uh, I couldn't tell you what could I mean. The odds are that he doesn't do well, you know, in the playoffs. You know, I well, mean the, the the Niners fans like that I like
0: talk shit to.
2: Yeah, Sam. Uh, their
0: there response to me is the duel for Brad Johnson. Like, yeah, I mean. Those guys did win Super Bowls and you're right. But those about guys Nick Foles? also veterans.
1: How about how about how about Nick Foles with the Eagles not too long ago? Veteran. Not a not
0: a not a rookie unrelevant pick in the last pick of the entire NFL draft. oh you know what look, if you guys do make the run, do it, shock the world. Fuck yeah. I'll, you know. But, yeah, I mean, the odds are against you guys, boys. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, saying too. No matter how sick your defense is, no matter how many weapons you guys have, if you guys have basically an, quote, undrafted rookie QB, it's going to be tough.
1: Oh, you're right. Even if we make the dance, we're going to go up against, you know, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or, you know, somebody. So, yeah, no, I'm well aware of the challenge ahead of us. But, you know, I think if looking at the NFC landscape, I like our chances better, just as much as Dallas or Eagles
2: or any of them. Sure. As you should. <laughs> yeah. As you should. I so, mean, so. A- after yeah, after the
0: first time that Prudy stepped foot on, on the NFL turf and, like, did well, yes. But now he has film on him. It's kind of like baseball. like They got film on you. They're going to expose you. They're going to do other things. So, We'll see. We'll see. Some
1: we'll things see. I liked about him, and Chiz, we talked about a little bit, is that they – the Dolphins blitzed him. They put pressure on him and tried Dead to get earth. him to make a mistake. And he made good reads. He really did, which was a good sign. However, what he didn't do, and I guess this was some of the, the book on him coming out of college, is he, he bails early. And you saw, like, one, he like, ran into like two sacks. You know, so if if I'm a defense, I gotta try to get pressure up the middle, mm-hmm. and it's going to cause him to panic and and to have, cause a turnover, miss the timing on the play. You know, show those rookie mistakes. Sure, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. absolutely. So um, the transition real fast. We're gonna fucking we're gonna give the Florida Chiz, and we're gonna let him like chit chat a little bit about his uh what he's got going on
2: yeah yeah so real quick uh you know if you guys are into sports cards or investing this is a way cool form of doing it i've collected baseball cards for a long time so uh the mother beginning of my collecting was never to make money off of it until just recently with the blow up of covid making things like app called whatnot, like real popular and and card breaks, uh, real popular again, card breaking cards have been around forever. But uh, some popular names to look for in the baseball card collection, I I figure I can give you guys a little hint, but uh, some popular names that uh, you guys should be looking for if you're ripping cards, Um, one of them being Wander Franco's Rookie uh huge card uh ripped a big one i showed frank this one the other day it was uh, it was an out of 50 rookie cards so uh there's only 50 of them in the world and i've got one of them and uh, i actually we're gonna grade that one another kid is uh that's coming up and he's in the um cubs or- organization is luis Verdur- verdugo uh not related to alex verdugo but um uh verdugo is a hard-hitting shortstop third baseman middle infield guy coming up a top prospect for the cubs um probably will break in this year load up if you can on his cards and uh the the last one i wanted to talk about was a a guy out of the angels um out of the angels uh, organization and that is Denzair Guzman I don't know if you've heard of him Colt but this kid uh he's he spent a lot of time in Arizona this year but um he is supposedly probably go, going to he's got Derek Jeter's fundamentals um but just way more power at the plate right-handed hitter just got he's got an, an immense pop 90 something miles he's like a he's not very tall like O'Neill cruz but he absolutely fires uh seeds across a diamond uh top radar during the arizona fall league was uh was uh 98 miles an hour across the diamond <laughs> so so by you,
0: you know by you having these cards and having these products like, so how do how do people go about finding you how do people go about like you know, what's the next step? Is it Instagram? Is it TikTok? Is what is Yeah.
2: That? So TikTok is where I mainly post all of uh, these cards. If you want to find me, it's Chiz Rips uh on TikTok at Chiz Rips. And uh you can see all the hits that I that I make that I personally hit myself, and uh you'll see all the product that I'm ripping there. And uh and if you're if you're interested with and and getting your cards looked at, or even screened for grading, I I do that, I charge my buddies, uh, all the, I charge my friends uh, to do that all the time, but um, basically, I buy all my cards off of eBay, I mean, it's a, it's the easiest way to buy hobby boxes, um, because you, you can go to manufacturers, and you're going to be put on a waiting list for months, and somehow guys on eBay get them before everybody else, and these are card breakers, so, uh but yeah man it's a fun sport and it's a fun it's a fun hobby to have especially if you're looking for something that's going to make you some money i mean we all heard about the mickey mantle car that just sold it was like the greatest known example of his car It just sold for some upwards of like 12 million dollars so the money's in the in the hobby i mean you just gotta be you gotta have a little bit of luck and uh a little bit of patience to to uh you know, let your, let all your rookies cards, you know, settle down a little bit and uh, they, they might collect a little dust, but they also might collect you a little dough too. So check it out. Love well it. said, well yeah. said. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, uh,
0: we'll attach all of Chisholm's, uh, you know, social media stuff in the link in the description and everything. And we'll get back to you guys. Hopefully we'll do this again next week and
2: just bullshit and, you know, and, Hopefully, well, we got we got an important week of football coming up here. We do. And, yeah. and, and then fantasy, hopefully everybody's doing well in fantasy football as well.
0: If you enjoyed, please leave a five-star review and or a comment about what you liked about the podcast. Thank you for listening to Hillbilly Ballers Banter. Hope you have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Later, bitches.